Hello, this is Brett Martin with Chesbro Baptist Church, and welcome to our podcast. Man, we had a great morning this morning in the house of God. We had a singing group come and sing for us called For the King. Man, these these guys, they could really, really sing, and we had a wonderful time in the house of God this morning. I recorded the whole service for the podcast, if you wish to listen to it. It started out with a 10-minute message from me. The title of the message was, Remove Not the Ancient Landmark. And then I also recorded For the King singing for us. So if you miss the service and you want to listen to the service, it's posted on our podcast. I will forewarn you, though, a couple of times while I was clapping, either during a song or clapping after they got done with the song, the mic would cut out. So just forewarn you there, it, the, you know, it cuts out a little bit from time to time. But if you miss the service, I don't want you to not hear it. So I'm going to post the whole service for you on the podcast. So listen and please enjoy. Take your Bibles and turn to Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22. Let me give you just a second to get there. Okay, we're done. Everybody go home. Thank you all for coming out. (laughs) Proverbs chapter number 22 this morning. Proverbs chapter 22. We're going to read one verse. Once you have your places in Proverbs 22, I ask you to stand one last time if you're physically able in respect and reverence to the Word of God. The Bible says, one quick verse, and we'll pray and sit down. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse number 28. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Let's read that one more time. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Let's pray. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, this morning is about you. This morning is about the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that we all glorify and lift up your name. Lord, I pray that you'd be the scripture that we're about to preach from. May it fill our hearts and fill our lives. And Lord, I pray for the music and the praise and worship we're going to have. Lord, may you be glorified in all of it. Lord, I pray that you'd give us a good day this morning. For I this in Jesus Christ's precious name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Now, in the Bible days, it was very important to survey land, to know where the boundaries were and know where the land was. And although today we have sophisticated tools and we have satellite GPS, really, to tell you the truth, how you survey land really hasn't changed all that much. It's pretty much the same process that it's always been. Now, when the Bible talks about in this verse, when it talks about a landmark, It means literally a mark that marks the land. It is something that sets a boundary. And that's what we're going to talk about. Some people use this verse and they talk about a landmark being monuments and they preach uh, about this landmark being a monument. And, And that's fine. That's totally fine. Look, I've heard some good preaching on the monuments of the faith. That's some good preaching right there. That dog will hunt. 
But you see, uh, and, and it's okay to preach on, to take a, a verse out of context a little bit and preach on it. It's okay to do that from time to time, as long as you let people know you're doing it and uh, what you're saying agrees with the rest of Scripture. and You've got Bible verses to back it up. But we're going to talk about this verse this morning and the context in which it's used is a landmark is something that sets a boundary. Now, when it comes to boundaries in the Christian life, what sets our boundaries, the landmark that sets our boundaries is the Word of God. The Word of God is our ancient landmark. It is what sets the boundaries for the Christian life. It is what we use to walk in. It's the boundaries set by the Word of God. We are commanded in this verse not to remove the ancient landmark. Sadly, today in our nation, that is exactly what we are doing. And our society today is so sad to see from where we started, but we are removing the ancient landmark. Let me tell you a few th places where it's being removed this morning. Number one, the landmark is being removed from our nation. It's being removed from our nation. People cry out, separation of church and state. Separation of church and state. Well, I'm going to tell you, those words are not found in our Constitution. They're not in there. Let me ask you a question. You know, you know why our nation was founded? Our nation was founded so that me and you could go to church. That's why our nation was founded. We're doing right here this morning the very thing, the very reason why our nation was founded so that me and you can worship how we please. This, what we're doing right, this is the reason why our nation was built. So we can worship and a king can't tell us how to worship and a government can't tell us how to worship and a pope can't tell us how to worship. We have freedom of worship. We are doing the reason why our nation is, was built. Our constitution wasn't written to keep the church out of state. Our constitution was written to keep the state out of the church. But you know... <laughs> In today's society, in today's nation, if a church sneezes wrong, they get their tax-exempt status taken away. We're almost to the point where the government's going to come in that door one day and going to tell the person standing behind this pulpit what they can and what they can't preach. Oh, we thought it wouldn't happen in our lifetime, but bless God it is. Over in Texas right now, there's a mayor who's, who's sending out subpoenas for preachers' messages to see if there's anything offensive in them. Man, you think that's in some communist country. That's in the great state of Texas. It is closer than you think. But do you know why up to this point, why the Lord has blessed our nation? It's because of Psalms 33, 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is Lord. United States of America was built on the Bible. It was founded in faith. It was baptized in blood. And it was dedicated to the freedom of worship. Now today we've removed the ancient landmark which our fathers have set up. We've taken the Bible out of our nation. What did we have in return? We have censorship of churches. We have an intolerance for believers. We have a disregard for life. Even the precious life of an unborn baby. That's just to name a few.
Listen, I can't. It's not my job to stand up here and specifically tell you who to vote for. I can't stand behind this pulpit and give you a name. But what I can tell you is please, please vote for somebody that'll hold up that book. Vote for somebody who put the ancient landmark right back where our fathers said it. Ancient landmark today is being removed from our homes. When the landmark was in our homes, boundaries were set. Husbands, you're the head of the home. Husbands, you are the spiritual leader. And that means leader, not dictator. A, a dad or a husband leads by example, not through fear and not through threat. Respect, it is earned, not demanded. You have to lead by example. How can you expect your kids to hold up the Bible when you won't? How can you expect your kids to read the Bible when you won't? How can you expect your kids to pray when you won't? How can you expect your, your kids to be a good Christian when you're not a good Christian? Wives are to be a helpmeet for their husband and love Christ. Let me tell you something, wife. Just because this Bible says you're supposed to submit to your husband, that does not make you his servant. It does not make you less. It does not make you unequal. It does not make him superior than you. Let me give you an example. Jesus was just as much God as God the Father was. Jesus had just as much power as, as God the Father had. Yet... Jesus submitted to the Father's authority. Why? Because God willed it to be so. Children. Man, when the landmark was in the home, boundaries were set for the children. They obeyed their parents. They honored their parents, which means they obeyed them with the right attitude. Today you go in Walmart and you see some kid cussing out mom or dad. You see him talking back and throwing stuff and screaming and carrying a fit. And I tell you this, if, if I'd have done that when I was a kid, that woman right there would have hit me so hard I had to pick my teeth up off the floor and put them back in my mouth. That's the way it was. That's the way it was. It's not like that today. And when you look at the parent, what is the parent doing? Oh, they're on their iPhone, looking at Instagram, looking at Facebook. They don't care. And you want to reach out and you want to strangle them. Not the kid, the parent. What are you doing? What kind of person are you raising today? Remove not the landmark from our home. I want to tell you number three this morning. We have removed the landmark from our churches. The land, you know what the landmark does? The landmark sets boundaries. And in our churches, where are the boundaries at? We need to return to the boundary of the local church. Look, I'm sure that TV preacher's a good preacher. He wouldn't be on TV if he wasn't a good preacher. But God never intended a TV preacher to be the local church. It's time we return to the boundary of the local church. We need to return to the boundary of preaching. Let me tell you something. I love praise and worship music. I love good gospel music. It's necessary for Christian life, but it does not replace the preaching of the Bible. It won't do it at Chesbro Baptist Church. Not here. Not as long as I'm your pastor. 
We need to get back to the boundary of good gospel preaching. We need to return to the boundary of prayer. Husband, you need to pray. Wife, you need to pray. Kids, look at me, kids. Kids, you need to pray. Mom and Dad, Junior and Sally need to see you pray. We need to return to the boundary of purity. You know what's running rampant in our churches today? Divorce is running rampant in our churches today. Adultery is running rampant in our churches today. Fornication is running rampant in our churches today. People shacking up, living together. Where are the boundaries? We need to return to the boundaries. We've got to return that landmark because without that landmark, we don't have any boundaries this morning. We need the landmark. We need to read it. We need to preach it. We need to live it. Let me leave you this morning with a little story. There was a mom. She was in a bookstore and she was going through some books and she found a picture Bible. And it was the same kind of picture Bible she had when she was a little girl. And she had a small daughter. So she bought it and she gave it to her daughter to bring to church. And man, when she gave it to the daughter, the daughter's eyes lit up. It was the best thing you could ever give her. She loved that Bible so much, that picture Bible. She couldn't wait to take it to church. A few days later, after one Sunday morning service at home, the mom walked into the daughter's room and saw the daughter writing in the, in the Bible. Her first knee-cut jerk reaction was, oh, man, she's scribbling in it. I, I need to get on to her. But she held that back. She noticed that it, it didn't look like the daughter was scribbling in the Bible. It wasn't scribbling in the book. So instead, she calmly asked, honey, what are you, what are you doing? And the daughter said, Mom, I'm going through here, and every place I see the word God, I'm circling it. Mom kind of smiled, and she said, Honey, why are you doing that? And the daughter looked back to the mom and said, So I know where to find him. You want to know where to find God? There he is. You know what I said last week? When you need forgiveness, it's in there. When you need comfort, it's in there. When you need peace, there it is. When you need strength, there it is. When you need joy, there it is. When you need to know God's will for your life, it is in that book. Remove not the ancient landmark. Just a second, I'm going to pray. When I get done praying, these men are going to come sing to us. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, help us not to remove the ancient landmark in our lives. Lord, that landmark, it sets boundaries. And without it, we are a world without boundaries. And that is a world without you. It is a world of chaos. And it is a world I don't want to be a part of. Help us to put the ancient landmark back where our Father said it. Be with this group, be with these men as they come, as they sing. May they be a blessing to us, and may your name be glorified this morning. Thank you for what you do for us. In Jesus' name I pray.
Amen. Fellas.
Well, good morning, Chest Grove Baptist Church. We are so glad to be here with you this morning. I'm going to do a few, few quick introductions. Um, and I know if you saw the sign outside and you've been hearing our name and the announcements, and it's for the king, like F-O-U-R, like the number four, we didn't forget how to count. Um, we are short a man this morning. Uh, our tenor singer, I'll be praying for him. Uh, he had a, a tragic loss, a car wreck in his family, and uh, he's taking care of some stuff this morning and wasn't able to be here. So y'all just keep him in your prayers. Um, but you got the best looking three this morning. <laughs> you got the good ones. Right down there on the end is our bass singer, Mr. Trevor Davis from Brookhaven, Mississippi. Right here is big man with the big voice, Mr. Nick Clevenger from Magdalene, Mississippi. And my name is Branson Bland, and I sing baritone, and I am from New London, Texas. That's the way Amen.
he was buried in a tomb and rose three days later. Amen. Victory over Satan. We have victory over death and over this life. Praise the Lord. Listen as Nick Lecter sings there arose.
just I don't think there's been a more appropriate song to do in, in the time that we live in than this song right here. There's a lot of people, and there's a lot of stuff preacher talked about earlier. A lot of stuff going on in this country that should make us as believers squeamish. Yeah. The killing of unborn children, the trampling out of the Word of God, so many other things. But you know, as long as Christ is still on the throne, there's still hope for this country. That's right. As long as Christ still has a plan for this country, I am still proud to be here. Amen. I believe he does have a plan. He had a plan from the beginning. He's got a plan going for it. That's right. God has not left this country. And as long as I'm here, I will be proud to be in America. Amen.
on September the 28th, that's a Saturday night at 6 o'clock in Gilbert. How many of you know where Gilbert is? I mean, it's in Mississippi, right? <laughs> we know. Yeah, it's right up the road. I mean, it's real close. Gilbert Baptist Church, we will be having our second annual homecoming, our second anniversary homecoming, September the 28th, 6 p.m. We're going to have a live band, pianos, drums, bass guitar. We're even going to have a steel guitar player. Um, so beat that. <laughs> so, so y'all are not going to want to miss our second annual homecoming at Gillsburg Baptist Church, just right up the road. That's at six o'clock on a Saturday night. So, uh, and if you forget that, go like our Facebook page for the King F O U R the King, and uh, you can get all that information on there too. And we would glad be glad to see you there. This next one we could not do without a tenor or a fill-in tenor. So. Uh, this young lady right here is uh, Trevor's girlfriend, Miss Alexis Bishop. Why don't y'all give her a hand? She's going to tell This is the story of the prodigal son. <laughs> Thank you. 
she did a great job uh, filling in for us, and she'll be back up here in just a minute. But uh, but uh, we appreciate her doing that for us. And aren't you glad that when you were that prodigal son or that prodigal daughter that the Lord welcomed you? Amen. Amen. It's because he welcomed us home, and it's because he is so endlessly forgiving that one day he says, there's not going to be any more suffering, no sorrows, no pain, nothing but just you and Jesus and that sweet view.
just like that one right there. Some of the last words that he ever spoke on this earth were, I thirst. Now, at first glance, this might not sound very profound. This might not sound like anything to make a note of. But think about this. The Savior of the world, the one and only Son of God, sent down in human form, who could have called down an entire legion of army of angels to rescue him from that cross, chose to stay there and die at the hands of mortal men. He did that for you and me. He did that because he loved us so much that he never wanted us to thirst. He said, if you come to me, if you drink from the well of living water, you will never thirst again. Our Savior thirsts. So Amen. Yeah. 
Trumpet 
Praise the Lord for that. That was I could have listened to that for another hour. Come on back. No. But man, that was that was such a blessing. I want to encourage you uh, not only to go to the back and buy a CD, but also if the Lord leads you to come up and give him a few dollars after the service, you do what the Lord is leading. Lay on your heart. Just do that directly to them if the Lord leads you to do so. But we've got some food in the back, and we just had a great day, house of God today. Well, Mike, I'm going to ask you to dismiss us in prayer and bless our food, please.